for 48 hours, don't ask anybody else for their advice or their opinion. Just try it. And you'll realize how many times you look outside of yourself for validation or confirmation or for an answer when really we just need to look inside or do it ourselves. I don't believe in handholding. I believe in teaching people skills so they can survive on their own because they can. And so if you're the person who asks somebody else for an answer that you could find yourself, like we need to look into that. Why do you feel like you can't trust the answer you find or the answer you know? And so I just think it's about building that self-sufficiency. This is The Medicine Podcast. I am Mimi, mushroom queen, AHCC educator, and culinary nutrition expert. I am quite obsessed with providing the unique knowledge for those that want to prevent disease in their body, in their mind, and in their relationships. If that's you, then you are in the exact right place, my love. Let's go take the medicine. What is up, party people, all you beautiful, beautiful souls who are expanding your life and your brain by joining me on the Medicine Podcast. And not just me, I am joined today by the beautiful, the dynamic, the one and only badass Christina Rice. This episode is not a short one, as you've probably seen, but it is so worth your time to listen to the end trust me. I am sure many of you have already heard of Christina Rice, but if not, let me fill you in. Christina is a holistic business coach, intuitive channel, and energy healer. She helps people tap into their intuitive gifts, build their dream business, and create massive impact in the world. She has also been through a crap ton with her own health. Her quote, rock bottom was as deep as they get literally on the edge of death. She shares how she overcame her illness and stepped into her gifts that she now shares with the world. Christina has a really special place in my heart. Um, You'll hear about her using immune intel AHCC for her Lyme disease and mold illness. And because she is so connected and trusted in the health space, she has helped countless people who were desperate to feel better find AHCC. Lyme, mold, cancer, HPV, kidney disease, just like incredible. I am so grateful to her. Uh, We get into so many different topics, everything from her chronic illness, developing intuition, how to create boundaries and protect your energy, all sorts of tips for business building and so much more. She actually does a little bit of coaching for me on the spot, which you know, selfishly, I loved, (laughs) but it was super interesting. And I know a lot of you will learn from that as well. This is close to two hours and we could have gone for another hour. I'm convinced that's how much I love this girl. And I know you're going to love her too. After you're done listening with your beautiful ears, press the arrow button and send to your BFF. Podcasts are such an incredible way to instantly spread amazing life-changing information just like this. And I'll say it every day, you've heard it before, podcasts save lives. Enjoy this thought-provoking conversation with my girl, Christina Rice. Cheers. (laughs) Y'all, I am so excited for today's guest. Um, She is so I'll speak right to you. You are so dynamic. And I said it on my stories earlier today when I was getting hyped for the interview, but 
you are one of the most interesting people that I know personally because you are a really beautiful representation of what it means to be dynamic. Thank you. You're welcome. I received that. And what <laughs> I mean by that is you are no BS. Like you are, you're blunt. You don't BS people, which is probably why your business school is called No Bullshit Business School. But then you're also very in touch with your own intuition and with spirituality and with source. And you're not afraid to talk about psychic readings and channeling and all the things that some people might be uncomfortable with because it's so like unknown mm-hmm. and untapped for a lot of us. So to have those two very like your feet are firmly on the ground, but also your head is like in the most beautiful spot in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyways, that's me expressing um, my gratitude for you and just like being able to observe you in the world and, and just bringing so many, so much light to people. So Christina Rice, welcome to the medicine. <laughs> Thank you so much. That is so sweet of you. And I'm so excited to be here. And I will actually say it's really important to me to have my feet on the ground while I'm up in the clouds spiritually, because I think that there are a lot of people who are in the spiritual space who, who lose that. They can be up in the clouds doing their thing, but because they're not grounded enough, they can't actually bring any of that information to other people. Yeah. And at, at that point I'm thinking, well, what's the point then mm-hmm. really? And so I think being grounded is really overlooked, underrated, and one of the most important steps to really getting connected in a higher way, in my opinion. Yeah, that really makes sense. It reminds me of something that I heard where someone said, you can only, if you want to be taken seriously by people, you can only be eccentric in one area of your life. Like mm. eccentric to the point of somebody could like look at you and be like, whoa, that's really different. Like kind of like if you, if you dress like a hippie, then you must also like talk you must speak eloquently and with you know so it's like it's speaking to if you're unreachable if you're unrelatable in every area of your life or Mm -hmm. in multiple areas people aren't going to necessarily take you seriously because it's like too far-fetched it's too woo-woo it's Mm. too much unknown for people to like wrap their head around yeah that makes sense to me I would say I think you could probably be eccentric in more than one way I know I am but it's more about the balance yeah right so I can have a conversation that seems very out there and woo woo, but I can also be very grounded about it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why a lot of people are drawn to me when learning more about intuition and spirituality manifestation, because I don't use language that's unapproachable. Mm -hmm. I try and speak directly to my, to my audience in language they can understand and make it really approachable for them. And I have that grounded aspect to me as well. So I think that's why people can get results because they can understand it. And it really, grinds my gears when I feel like there are people who put themselves on a pedestal because of their spirituality yeah. and that's not what the point of spirituality right. is instead of making it approachable and attainable for everybody. Yeah. Right. It's supposed to bring you closer and, mm-hmm. and unite rather than like, um, kind of elevate. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Before we get too <laughs> deep in, because I love this already. Um, the question that we ask every guest that comes on the medicine is, what do you love in your life? What aspect of your life do you love so much that you wish you could gift it to every human? Can I say two things? Sure. So one is actually related to what we were talking about earlier before we started recording, which is friendships. 
because I mean, I, I think about this quite often and as I see relationships come and go in my life, I mean, I am just so blessed with such incredible close friends who are soul family to me. Like I can always turn to them and they have been such rocks for me. And I think when I get nervous or afraid about things or, you know, don't know where I'm going for a second, I can always get grounded in them. And growing up and for most of my life, I really didn't think I would ever find a good close group of friends. I didn't think I would have that type of experience. I always felt like the oddball out and I see the type of friendships I have now. They're so deep. They're so close and so fulfilling. And I, I also see a lot of other people around me not have that type of connection. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that a lot of my clients, I mean, we always talk about is they have, they either feel like they don't really have friends or they have friends, but something's off. It's like, they can't go deeper with the conversation. Mm -hmm. They're not totally fulfilling. Yeah. In, in which case, I mean, I would rather be by myself. And so I just feel really, really grateful for the type of friends I have in my life who would like do anything for me and I would do the same for them. So it's just real love. You know, it's like real love. And I think a lot of people don't even realize that they haven't experienced that type of love before. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing. Love that. And the other thing that comes to mind is confidence. And I am at my core, like a very confident person. That doesn't mean there aren't things that I lack confidence in, but at my core, you know, we can just tell about somebody like, I don't feel like I have to prove myself to anyone. And I think confidence was something I struggled with for a long time. And then just life happened, things happened. And I was pushed into developing my confidence. And I think it's something that a lot of people are drawn to me for. And I think that confidence is attainable to anyone. And I think there's a lot of freedom in being confident in Mm -hmm. yourself and where you're going because we hold ourselves back a lot because we're not confident. We're worried about what other people are going to think, what they're going to do. Am I good enough? Can I do that? Mm-hmm. And imagine a life where you could let all of that fall away and just do what you felt called to do and follow what was in alignment and know that the people around you would support you and love you. And I think there's just a lot of freedom and power in that. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Confidence is so freeing. And what's great is that it is available to everyone. Mm -hmm. It's something that even if you're not born with it, even if it's not innate in you, you feel like it's something that can't, it's a muscle that can be grown and um, really exercised. Confidence begets confidence. And that's um, something that I, I, I feel like I've shared a lot in my life too, because I feel like it is something that has been more, um, innate in me like I just choose to be Mm -hmm. I feel like if I if I have the choice I'm going to choose confidence because like speaking back life into myself even if I'm the only one that hears it Mm -hmm. right I've just never been the type that's like told myself like you can't do that you can't do that you can't do that I choose not to Mm -hmm. but I totally recognize that in you and it's 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 totally evident and I love that you help others get to that point and which we're totally going to get into. I want to hear all about all of that and let my <laughs> listeners in on all the amazing things that you do. Um, I did want to get an update from you yeah. on, because last time we <laughs> were hanging out, I was actually in your apartment mm-hmm. and we were recording for your podcast and I was bestowing all of the HCC goodness <laughs> and yeah. knowledge on you. And I, I just loved um, how 
since then you've been such an advocate for it and like helping others um, come to find it. And I, I'm so grateful for that. But I would love an update from you, um, including like a little bit of the backstory of like why you even wanted it or needed it mm-hmm. in the first place, um, having to do with Lyme and then how you're doing now. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you for teaching me all the things. And (laughs) I mean, AHCC has totally changed my life. And, you know, I mean, I have a lot of friends who have Lyme or mold and I tried it out and I was like, you guys have to hop on this because I was at a point with my Lyme disease and my mold where it just, I was stuck, you know, I was stuck and I was at a point where I had supplement fatigue and I was sick of getting all the testing done. I was just sick of the whole thing. I'm like, I've been doing it for years. I'm over it. And I just believe in something simpler. And I think with Lyme disease in particular, there's sort of two camps. And then you have people who are kind of in the middle, but there are certain people who believe like, let's go and kill off all the pathogens. Let's kill it, kill it, kill it, kill it, kill it. And then you get rid of it. Versus the other camp is more of like, let's just boost your immune system so much that any pathogens that are harming you like can't survive like they you know your your body can fight it off and I see a lot of people who try and kill it all and they usually just get worse and worse and worse and I mean Lyme disease is such a controversial topic to begin with and so I think part of it is I don't even like to get too deep into the community because I feel like so much of it is connected to mindset and you know I'm really into brain rewiring and it's just like this downward spiral and so for me I'm thinking okay there I believe there can be a simpler way and so yes it makes sense to me to boost my immune system and so when I started taking AHCC like you told me brought me that study and I'm like I'll try anything (laughs) I'm the person who will try literally anything like if you say how no matter how crazy it is and to me that wasn't crazy at all it made so much sense to me so I tried it out and I think it took me a full month to really notice anything and then I noticed a huge difference and and it actually wasn't until there was a week or so that I didn't I I like ran out or I went on vacation or something. I remember there was a week I didn't You take told it. me you wanted to test it. Yeah, I did want to test it yeah. because I always test something before yeah, I want to talk about it. Yeah, so I tested it and I it was about a month before I noticed anything and then whenever I didn't take it for about a That's week. That's what I mean. You wanted to you oh, purposely without, wanted yeah. to not take it to see how yeah. your body would respond to not taking yeah, it. Yeah, I know. So I didn't take it for like a week and I felt horrible. I mean, my body mm. felt like it exploded with symptoms. Oh. It was and I was like I got to go back to this. And so you know, I just became a believer. I'm like, this is the one thing that's been stronger than anything else I've tried. And it's one supplement. And I wasn't taking really anything else. I mean, I was taking some of your standard supplements, but really to help with my Lyme, that was the only supplement Mm. that I was taking. And it has really changed my life. I mean, I think with Lyme disease, obviously sometimes you'll get in flares if you do things that aren't good for your body, right? Like if I have not slept at all, if I'm eating shitty, can I swear on this podcast? Yes, absolutely. Okay. If I, <laughs> good to know. Uh, if I'm not taking care of myself, I'll go into a flare, right? But if I'm like keeping with my lifestyle, I'm very functioning right now. And I mean, a year ago, I couldn't get out of bed. Mm, like wow. I couldn't get out of bed and I couldn't walk. And so to feel like I'm a normal person. Like to forget that it's yeah, there. Yeah, I don't, I don't really connect with 
I don't consider myself to still have it at yeah, all. You that's know? awesome. I love that. So it's been really amazing. And really, I mean, it's hard because like I see these amazing, incredible studies across the board mm-hmm. with all different types of diseases, conditions, infections with HCC because it's studied all over the world. And so it's hard for me. Um, I try to learn as much as I can about the thing that the infection in question, mm-hmm. right? But there's no way that I can be an expert in all of these things that AHCC touches because there's just so many. Mm -hmm. So I try to, but so when I printed off the study for you, it was, it was a a Lyme study. These patients were using um, AHCC for two months and they tracked their progress and a hundred percent of the people were helped Mm -hmm. by AHCC, which in clinical research is insane. Mm -hmm. You don't hardly ever see the number 100% when you're talking about participants. So I brought you that study and... I remember being like, I don't even really know a ton about about Lyme. You know, I knew it was like caused by ticks and some people have like other theories of how it how it manifests because there's people that are like, I've never even freaking bit by a tick. Like mm-hmm. what? And um, so I didn't know much about it. All I knew was that it was debilitating for people. Yeah. And usually people are, I've heard, desperate for help. Mm-hmm. And so I've I've since you know, um, since being on your podcast, um, had people reach out to me all the time and ask for like, Hey, can you do an episode specifically on Lyme? Mm. And so that was really like partially why I wanted to get an update from you and hear about it because there are so many people that are like looking for answers and you being so involved in health and wellness and trying all the supplements and trying all the things, I think for your voice to be like, yo, AHCC is legit. It really, (laughs) it really helps. It is. It is. And I'm, I mean, I have friends, I have a lot of friends who have different products or companies and I have had friends who I'll try their products and I'm like, look, I can't promote. I don't, yeah. it's not working for me. <laughs> and it's just, I don't, I don't talk about things that I'm honest. I'm very yeah. honest because people take my recommendations very seriously. Yes. <laughs> like anyone who follows me will tell you, like, I've never gotten a bad recommendation from her because I'm like, yeah, because they only say good things about products that I actually use and love. And I got to maintain my rep. You know? Yeah. Right. I, I feel that I'm right there. Yeah. And so I won't, I'm not a Lyme. I'm not going to say I'm a Lyme expert. But I've had Lyme disease. I have many friends who have Lyme disease. I've worked with many clients who have Lyme disease. And I think I definitely have a different perspective on it than a lot of people. It, again, it's very controversial, even how it comes to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard mosquitoes. Yeah. So I think that people say ticks, but I believe like, yeah, m- mosquitoes or spiders more so getting bitten. But I think that I personally think there's a, a larger spiritual element mm. at play. And I think that it's not that, I think that it's more of triggering something underlying to mm. come to the surface more than that's the thing. Cause people get bitten by, they get bit by ticks or mosquitoes or spiders all the time. But what is it about somebody who, who gets triggered into Lyme? Mm-hmm. And so I just think there's more factors at play. And I think a lot of people who have mold also have Lyme like myself included. And I think that if personally, and I'm not a doctor, I'm not giving medical advice. My personal approach is focus on the mold and usually the Lyme goes Mm -hmm. down, boost the immune system, focus on the mold. But I just think that I personally think the antibiotic route doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. for chronic Lyme. Yeah. That's my opinion. I know some people get great results, but I also think there's so much in terms of the brain 
and rewiring the brain and identity around sickness and chronic illness itself. It's a very complex issue. Mm -hmm. So I think there's a lot of factors at play. But what I will say also is it was kind of perfect timing because I hopped on the AHCC bandwagon right before this illness. The world blew up. (laughs) Right before this happened. And, you know, everybody was really freaked out. And I have somebody who's very close to me. His aunt has stage three kidney disease and like has been on the brink, like been like just we didn't know what was going to happen. And then she got she got the virus. And I mean, his whole family was just thinking she's not going to survive it. And I immediately shipped her HCC. Yes. And my <laughs> my boyfriend like didn't want to believe that it worked. And why? Because yeah, he just likes to not believe things that oh, say work, work. And then I asked, you know, I hadn't heard in a couple weeks. I'm like, what happened? Is she okay? He was like, oh yeah, she's back to normal. I'm like, yeah, it was that AHCC. Mm-hmm, hell yeah. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's powerful. Like it's, and you don't, the thing about Lyme disease is so many approaches make you feel like total shit mm. in order to get better. Yeah. Right? And this does, you don't go through that. You're boosting your immune mm-hmm. system. So you're just feeling better. Yeah. So I think if you have Lyme disease, I mean, there's no downside. Why wouldn't you try it for four to eight weeks and see how much mm-hmm. better you feel? Because it's changed my life and everybody that I've recommended it to who's tried it has told me the same thing. Mm, I love that. Mm-hmm. I felt it when I slid into your DMs yeah. and dropped. <laughs> you guys, I totally pitched myself to her to be on her podcast because I we have mutual friends and mm-hmm. I was like, I know, I know you're, you want to hear about Mm -hmm. this, but you get hundreds and hundreds of pitches, I'm sure. And I know you do. And so I, uh, I'm so glad, I'm so glad that you were open to it and that, well, I'm not going to lie. Have I told you this? Like, yeah, you did like background research. When you first, and here's a pitching thing. I talk about this a lot just with my clients and people who want to get on podcasts, like, if you can drop a name, name drop, because it gives you credibility, right? If I know right. somebody's been on my friend's show, I'm like, oh, okay, there's, yeah. let me look into this. And when I first read your pitch, I was like, a mushroom can get rid of HPV. I'm like, this is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is this? You know, it's like, and then, and then I saw you knew Kaylee and I'm like, so I asked Kaylee and she's like, no, she's legit. And I was like, okay, this is cool. So then, and then that's what got me to go do some yeah. more research. And I'm just being totally honest because yeah. it's good to know if anybody listening wants to get on shows, like when we get hundreds of pitches all the time, yeah. so much of them are bullshit that there are certain things you can do to stand out, but I'm so glad I asked her <laughs> yeah. because yeah, it's totally, I mean, that's the reason life. I, that's the reason why I said, mm-hmm. because I, I knew, yeah. I knew that because I'm aligned with Kaylee and she, you know, thought what she did about it. Like I, I just knew. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, how do I figure out a way to, because like, yeah, everyone, everyone wants a little piece of Christina Rice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. No. And then it's so cool with the, like the dental side, yeah. which I think is so interesting my mom was a dental hygienist and so it, it's cool to hear from your perspective like having the health the, the health background and then what she says and you know she's older and when she goes to her conventions and she's yeah like, they're talking more about the stuff you talk about I'm like wow cool so it yeah. comes around circle mm-hmm. absolutely um so how are you feeling now today you're still on HCC and you, you feel good right yeah I feel great um I it's that's pretty much the only supplement I take. I take some other like magnesium and stuff, but 
for my health, that's pretty much the only thing I take. I did uh, Dr. Pompa's True Cellular Detox, which mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan He was on of. this show. Did you know yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. He's amazing. He was on my podcast, too. He's so amazing. Their whole team is incredible, yeah. as I'm sure you know. But that is such an amazing detox protocol, and I recommend so many of my clients and friends to do that. If you have mold or lime, metals, if you have any stubborn symptoms, I think doing a real detox yes. is really important. And his products are amazing. I've been through so many detox protocols in my life and it is really, really good. So I did that, but AHCC is pretty much the only thing I take now and I'm highly functioning like a normal person. Yeah. So I, like I said, I don't feel like I have Lyme. I mean, if I go into a moldy building or if I spend too much time in mold, I have symptoms come back but I just don't do that. Mm-hmm. So other than that, everything's really good. And I'm, I'm really grateful because I mean, literally a year ago, I mean, I couldn't get out of bed. That's insane. That's yeah. insane that something so tiny can, can do that yeah. to someone. And it really like, I mean, people deal with this, I mean, for years mm-hmm. tw- up to like what, 20, 30, like their whole life. Yeah. They just think like, okay, this is what I have to live with, I guess, mm-hmm. because there's no real answers um, in the kind of like Western I think medicine. That a lot of people have it in their heads that it's a, like when you have it in your head that it's a chronic illness and you can't cure it. Mm-hmm. Guess what? That's what you're going to get. Right. And I have always had the approach of like, if anyone can figure this out, it's me. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think, you know, it wasn't just the HCC, but on the physiological level, I think that was the most important thing. And I actually posted a video recently in my membership about how I like overcame Lyme disease and what's helped me the most because I have a lot of practitioners in there who are asking and I am like, okay, I'm just going to tell you what actually worked for me. And really in terms of supplements, it was make sure you do a a good detox like TCD. And then the HCC is pretty much what I would recommend mainly obviously if you have any nutrient deficiencies that's all Mm -hmm. individualized so adding that in but then mostly other than other than that lifestyle things like infrared sauna um vibration plate i love my vibration plate and i actually got this bracelet called the wave one from free medica have you heard Mm, of it no i haven't so i heard about it from the better health guy scott i forget his last name but he's all about mold and lime and it's this Yolanda Hadid talked about it a lot and it got her off of ozone and Mm. all of her IVs and ozone was one of the things that helped me the most Mm. for sure but I didn't want to keep doing it I mean it took my whole day was gone when I would do it and I felt you know really crappy for the rest of the day and sometimes the day after and it's expensive and I got this bracelet you basically you can put it on your arm or your leg and you wear it for eight hours I wear it while I'm sleeping And it emits electromagnetic frequencies like light waves into your body that help to detox you. And it's a three month protocol. And I wanted to try it to replace my ozone because I was just like, I don't want to do ozone anymore. Ozone's super effective. And again, I'll try anything. And it's expensive. I mean, I think it it was uh, $2,500, maybe $2,000. The bracelet or the, the bracelet in that range. But for me, looking at how much money I was spending on ozone therapy and IVs every week, that will pay for yeah. itself. And I've been, I, I started using that and I, I noticed a huge difference with that. I mean, I didn't, I tested it. Right. So I stopped everything and I only used the bracelet and I noticed detox symptoms big time mm. where a lot of supplements I had taken and other things weren't giving me those symptoms. And so I stopped doing ozone. And I think between the sauna, the sweating coffee enemas, vibration plate, that bracelet and like HCC and had having 
done that like a real detox that's what helped me the most and then brain rewiring I mean that was huge rewiring the brain and a lot of the energetic work for me I mean that's why I got into energy healing to begin with because what do you what do you do with myself and with all of my clients at the time when I was doing nutrition coaching when they're doing everything right they're doing all the protocols they've been on protocol after protocol they get all the lab testing done they eat a squeaky clean diet and what ends up happening is they're upset with themselves and feeling feeling like they're not doing anything right or something's wrong and then you have the doctors or the practitioners almost blaming them like what are you not sticking to well it should be working why are you not telling me Yeah. yeah and that's when I really started looking more at the, the energetic approach. And that has been huge for me. And, you know, especially towards the end of when I was working with clients for nutrition and healing, really my approach was because I was attracting in so many people with chronic illness like me, it was very much energy healing and brain rewiring because most of the people coming to me already had squeaky clean diets and already were on all the supplements and working with five different functional medicine doctors and gotten all these treatments in other countries, you know? And so at that point we would work on the brain rewiring and the energy healing. And that's what got people to actually heal and get off all their supplements. And, and I think that's such an important piece of that. If you're listening to this and you haven't gone that route, try it out, mm-hmm. add it in, you know, it's can not you explain, hurt. can you explain what, what you mean by brain rewiring? I'm sure there's people out there like, what the fuck is she even talking about? <laughs> yeah. So, I think the, I mean, the person who's most popular for talking about this would be Dr. Joe Dispenza. Mm -hmm. He's written a lot of books around it. And I think, you know, I started a brain rewiring certified coaching program with my friend, Rachel Barber. And I, she taught me a lot about brain rewiring in a way that I could understand. I was her client a couple years ago to help with my chronic illness. And basically the thing is, I mean, our, our our brains control everything, right? And so your brain can send signals of sickness or health to the rest of your body. And that's going to manifest. I mean, when you look at the power of the brain, people have rewired their brains to get out of paralysis, Mm, right? Like it's really powerful. I think if you're new to this, a really great documentary is heal. I think it's still on Netflix. It, it, it was last time I checked. Heal is really great. And really understanding the power of the brain to change what, what manifests physically. And so Rachel, had been helping, you know, so many women overcome these chronic illnesses, things that they were told they would never heal from, whether it was Lyme or mold or cancer and completely heal through rewiring their brains and shifting neural pathways. And this, this goes back to what are my limiting beliefs? What are the thoughts I keep telling myself over and over and over again? And when you keep telling yourself you're sick, you have Lyme disease, it's a chronic illness and you're living like you're sick. That's just reinforcing that belief into your brain. And then your brain is sending out signals of sickness. I'm sick. And so it is a really deep process. It involves trauma healing and a lot of shadow work. It's not easy and it takes time to rewire those neural pathways, right? A lot of these subconscious beliefs, they're actually rooted in things that we, we learned when we were very young, right? But, and so then it's a process of shifting neural pathways to send different messages throughout the brain, which creates changes in our actual physical bodies. So it's kind of a long winded approach, but it's really about connecting like your neocortex, your limbic brain and your cerebellum and how, you know, we get information through the neocortex, like spatial awareness, like through the occipital lobe, 
motor cortex. Um, this is how we're connecting our brain to the 3D world. And then we have the limbic brain that's connecting emotion to that, right? And then when you add emotion to something, we can create a neural pathway. And then when you go down to the cerebellum, this is our non-declarative memory. This is our subconscious. And so when you start to see something, believe something so many times, feel emotion around it, it becomes this automatic pattern, this automatic process. And so brain rewiring is very much taking advantage of that understanding and pairing emotions with beliefs and then shifting those neural pathways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This episode of The Medicine is brought to you by Immune Intel AHCC, which is my own private label. If this is the first you're hearing about it, AHCC comes from the mycelium or root-like structure of shiitake mushroom. It is the most clinically researched functional food in the world with over 30 years, three zero years of clinical research behind it. HCC is really the main tool that I use to help people get out of suffering from things like HPV, autoimmune disorders, cancer, liver failure, skin disorders, fatigue, HIV, herpes, and much more. If you're thinking, how does one thing work for all of these issues? It's because HCC delivers intelligence to your immune system. Then your body actually does the work of healing the disease. If you wanna learn more about AHCC, and in my opinion, you should, you can go back and listen to episode number three of this podcast, where I dive deep and answer all of the major questions about AHCC. If you or someone you love needs AHCC, you can find it linked below in the show notes or on my website, getmimifit.com in Mimi's store. This may just be the thing that you've been searching for. Cheers, boo. Makes total sense. Mm -hmm. I, I've never heard it explained exactly like that. Um, but it's something that I kind of came about in another way. Like there's other people that have different like models of this. Um, the one that I speak to a lot is you have like a, a neutral circumstance, right? And we get to create our thoughts about that neutral circumstance, mm-hmm. which dictates our emotions. Mm-hmm. Then that leads to our actions in life. And then our actions actually create our reality. Mm-hmm. So what you're talking about is that model inside the body, mm-hmm. starting with the physical actual brain, not just the concept of thought. Mm-hmm. So I totally get that. I love that. And I, I, that, I think that explanation was just beautiful. So how have you experienced that in, in your own life? Like, like really pay off. Yeah. So when I first went to Rachel, what I was really trying to work through was actually my amenorrhea. And so that Mm -hmm. was huge for, I mean, I was just a mess. I was so bloated. I had mold, I had Lyme. I was missing my period. I was like, just so unsympathetic. And so I was mainly trying to focus on my digestion and getting my period back because that's Mm -hmm. just kind of like where I wanted to start and picking certain symptoms and beliefs around that. And I mean, both happened. I went from never pooping to pooping every day and I I got my period back (laughs) after four years. And there's a number of other things that go into it too. And that's why, and here's the thing. I think it's so great. So many people are talking about brain rewiring, but I also think a lot of people aren't teaching it in a way that makes it effective. And people will tell me I've been doing brain rewiring. It's not working. And I'm like, well, you haven't done our version. I promise (laughs) you when you do our version, it works because we, it's not just 
Like we give people a nine step process to do every single day, but it's also the combination of the trauma healing Mm. and the shadow work. And like we do a lot of work around intuition and balancing masculine and feminine energy and a lot of the energetics piece and it all works together. And you really need constant reinforcement and you really need somebody else calling you out on your bullshit. Yeah. And you you don't realize how many of your limiting beliefs are playing into the sickness. Mm. Right. So I think honestly, the biggest thing that changed for me with brain rewiring, yes, I got physical results. You can use it for so many things. The thing is you have to be consistent with it and focus every day. It's not the kind of thing where I'm going to brain rewire for a week. Yeah. No, it's like three to six months minimum. And And then sometimes you have to go longer. I mean, if you've been struggling with illness for 20 years, then it might take a year of brain rewiring, Mm -hmm. right? If you've been, if you've had these neural pathways set in place for X number of years, it's going to take some time to really shift those. And so for me, the biggest thing though was, I mean, I changed my personality. I mean, to rewire your brain, you change your personality because you are changing your, your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. You're changing how you see the world. And I think the biggest thing for me was changing my mindset from really a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset and becoming such a, a positive, a much more positive person. Mm. And I think before I, I felt like I was, I was such a victim. I was in, so mm. I was in victim mindset so much. And this is something I'm really passionate about now where, yeah, I'm totally no bullshit. I'll call people out on their victim mindset because it's all in how you see it. Yeah. And we all like to run around and be the victim but there's usually a more empowered choice. There's a more empowered viewpoint and you can improve your life on so many levels if you choose that, that viewpoint. So yeah. why not? And so I think for me, it just completely changed the way I, I shifted, like it completely changed the way I saw the world and saw my relationships. I set more boundaries. I became more confident. I became a happier person. And I also used it a lot in my business. Right. I I used it to rewire a lot of my Mm. scarcity mindset, my fears around business. And I saw a huge growth in that, too. And so I think it just affected my life on so many different levels. It's something I'm so passionate about because you become a different person and you also become very intuitive. Mm. You become so intuitive because you're just really diving deep into different layers. You have to think big, big picture, really. And you connect with yourself on such a deep level that you just... You, you become more intuitive. You're, I, I feel like every conversation and podcast that I listen to, you, I, I don't, intuition is mentioned like yeah, every totally. single, and I know you're big on intuitive wisdom and everything. And I feel like, especially in this, like, I feel so old when I say this day and age, yeah. but like today, <laughs> yeah. like currently, I feel like intuition is a lost art. Mm-hmm. It's a lost skill, I think, for people because they're, you know, you know, in medieval times or even like a thousand years ago, whatever, the people who had the power were the people who had information and could spread information, right? Every single person, even homeless people have iPhones now. They have access to the internet. Anyone can, we have an overload, right, of information now. There's no one who's dishing out the information solely. It's, It's saturating us. So when we have this and this is totally my opinion, but like I observe this, I feel like every single day, like you have this influx, constant influx of information. And a lot of people I think are not yet aware of like this, that there is an influx of information never stopping. And so your brain almost gets like saturated with things to Mm -hmm. think about and, and just believe. And 
we've lost this art similar to like GPS where oh, I can just have a map tell me yeah. where to go. I can just have someone on the news tell me how to feel or how to think or whatever. And it's it's lost, I think, to really tap into your own what do I think? What do I actually believe? What resonates inside me? Now, if you talk like that, it's insane to me. But if you talk like that, you sound kind of crazy. Like you sound like, wow, you must be like a hippie, woo-woo, crystal worshiper. And why do you think we're conditioned <laughs> to think that way? Yeah. Though, right. That's a way that we've been conditioned to think that way on purpose mm-hmm. for control reasons. Yeah. I mean, I could go off on a whole thing. Oh, about I know. This. We can- <laughs> it, it pisses me off. Right. But really, like we are conditioned to believe that we can't trust ourselves mm-hmm. we can't listen to ourselves we don't have knowledge within inside of ourselves we have to look outside of ourselves for everything and what does that do that makes us turn to the news for information yeah. that makes us pay for everybody else outside of us because they have secret information i can't get access to myself yeah and it's bullshit mm-hmm. we're conditioned to think that way and it's like who i mean this goes back to being a misfit or an outcast in today's society i think that the misfits and the outcasts are the ones who are the most magical right i just use yeah. that word like generally yeah. but and there, there's a reason why they've they've been labeled as outcasts or misfits right it's it's a control mechanism so we don't really look at those people who i think in many ways can be more advanced mm-hmm. because you know we people let's say people certain people want to keep us in a box and there's so much power when you can learn to just listen to yourself and tune out all the noise all around you. There's a reason why there's so much noise all around us. And you will have so much more power when you can just learn to turn inward and listen mm-hmm. to that voice. And that's where people, a lot of people struggle is they are afraid to trust themselves. They are, And it's really about building that trust and that yeah. confidence because we all have access to intuition inside of us. And I know for me, I say this all the time with with what I put out there, the education I put out there or the things I say, and I always say, you know, if this resonates with you, take it. If it doesn't leave it, that's fine. And I mean, my truth of the capital T might be different than your truth of the capital T. And that's totally fine. Yeah. My job isn't to give anybody answers. I don't have access to any more information than anybody else does. What I really want to do with my platform and my work is empower people to turn inside themselves. And if their truth, really genuinely, their intuition is very much like, Christina, what you're saying does not resonate, great, awesome. All I care is that you feel confident enough to trust yourself. Even even when somebody respects as something that doesn't resonate with you, mm-hmm. that's okay. And I think we live in such cancel culture and people feel like if they disagree with somebody, they can't respect them or can't have a relationship with them. And it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of people in my life who I love dearly. I think they're amazing humans. I respect them so much. And they'll say things and I just, I don't agree. And mm-hmm. that's totally fine. Yeah. And I think it's just having that confidence in yourself. But, I, you know, I just it makes me so sad that so many people feel like they can't trust themselves or they have to look outside of themselves for all of the answers when it really all is within you. We all have access to higher information, higher guidance. We have access to that voice within us Mm -hmm. and it sounds kind of, you know, woo woo, whatever, but there's a lot of power in that. Mm -hmm. And I think that we're just conditioned to not, to not have access to that power because then what would happen the same way why are we conditioned to think that we always need to pop a pill Mm -hmm. to heal our health issues instead of oh wow imagine if you ate whole foods yeah like change your lifestyle yeah (laughs) you know like that can help so many people overcome their illnesses and diseases but that's not what's mainstream why is that not mainstream for a reason yeah um it's 
to keep certain people in mm-hmm. holding the the control the mm-hmm. power the and yeah this could be a, a whole podcast on its own but um I actually recorded another podcast I haven't released it yet but it was with a woman we were talking about ways this exact topic of how do we tap in how do we increase our own like connection to our intuition and our own wisdom because every single human has it there isn't there's no way that one person would have it and one and the other person would not like we all have that that ability to tap in and if this is like something that you're like this sounds so foreign what are they even talking about this is where you're you need to open your ear holes even more because this (laughs) means that you probably need this right Mm -hmm. so with, you know, your business and I want to get into exactly what you do, but how do you, like when you're working with people and you're, you're helping them to kind of tap into this, what are some tangible things that obviously the brain rewiring you already mentioned, is there anything else that you could maybe give like the listener, um, who's like, I want to tap in, I want to be more connected to self. How would you Mm -hmm. advise them? Yeah. So I'll just like try and take it back as to the simplest stages I can. Cause I know everybody's at a different place, but the first thing to your point, I mean, it's silence and mm, thinking about yeah. where are you getting all of your information from? And if you're the person that, I mean, obviously if you listen to the news all the time, <laughs> I would stop doing that. But are you the person that always asks everybody else for advice? Are you always looking on Instagram to see what somebody else has to say? Are you always listening to podcasts? It really starts with, let me cut my media consumption, even from people that are great people. Like, but it's okay to get some more silence in your life. It's really good. And you have to have that silence in your life. And so many people don't know how to have that. Mm -hmm. They're afraid to be by themselves. Yeah. Right. And a really great practice is for 48 hours. Don't ask anybody else for their advice or their opinion. Just try it. And you'll realize how many times you look outside of yourself Mm -hmm for validation or confirmation or for an answer when really we just need to look inside or do it ourselves. It's kind of like how all these people on the internet now ask their favorite bloggers or doctors, whoever questions that they could Google, mm-hmm. you know? So on my pod, on my podcast, we have a saying <laughs> FGI fucking Google it. Right. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I, it's an open space to ask questions, but also I don't believe in handholding. I believe in teaching people skills so they can survive on their own because they can. And so if you're the person who asks somebody else for an answer that you could find yourself, like we need to look into that. Why do you feel like you can't trust the answer you find or the answer you know? Mm -hmm. And so I just think it's about building that self-sufficiency. But I will say just practice for 48 hours. Don't ask anybody else for advice and cut down your media consumption. I mean, Mm -hmm. take a social media detox don't listen to podcasts for a week. Don't watch any movies or news or anything. Just try it just for three to five days because I know so many people who literally can't just go off of Instagram for a weekend. Yeah. And I mean, that's how dependent we are on other people's opinions and viewpoints. So it's really about getting silent. So I'll say that for a silence with that, having a daily practice, whether, you know, meditation mm-hmm. is classic yoga, something where you can just like get, get get out of your head kind of and with meditation just letting things float through and having having a silent time I think is really important and something else that I think will be really helpful is I have a podcast all I don't know what episode it is but it's all about the clairs and I talk about different psychic senses so like clairvoyance clairaudience clairsentience Mm. 
um, claircognizance. And that episode will really help you understand all the ways that you can be getting intuitive messages. Because Mm -hmm. I think so so much of why people think they're not intuitive is because they don't understand how it comes through. Not everybody has like psychic visions, right? Yeah. Some people do, but so many people listen to that episode and they were like, I didn't realize how psychic I am. I'm like, yeah, everybody has access to this. You just need to kind of reframe it, relabel it. So for example, I think something that is really overlooked is clear sentience. So the clairs are like clear, clear feeling, clear cognizance, clear knowing, clairvoyance, clear seeing. And if you think about clear sentience, clear feeling, most people have like will notice this. Do you go in, have you ever gone into a room and there's a lot of energy, there's a lot of people and then you leave and you're just drained? Or you mm-hmm. go into a room and there's a heated conversation and you and you just leave like feeling down or not good, icky, right? You're picking up other people's energies. Or if you're just around somebody and you get a weird feeling, mm-hmm. right? That's you're feeling it in your body. Yeah. Um and I would start to tune into, you know, like, how do I feel in my stomach? How's my neck? You know, do I feel hot? Do I feel cold? Like, just tune into your body and how you feel. And a lot of people don't realize that the emotions they feel aren't always their own. They're often other people. Mm-hmm. And this is really common for people who feel guilty a lot. They always have a guilty conscience, mm-hmm. who have trouble drawing boundaries where I'm like, is that really your guilt? Or are you feeling the other person getting upset? You, you feel their emotion? And then you label it as guilt within your body because it just feels like a low vibration, yeah. dense emotion. And I think that's something that's really important to think about. Like the clear sentience when you can feel it in your body when you're just around certain people and you just feel not good, mm-hmm. right? Would you say that's more like a kind of like an empath? Yeah. So they're very similar. Empaths, empaths are here to transmute dark into light. Clear sentience can, can, can just feel it without having to like transmute necessarily. Mm. So there's a lot of overlap there. Definitely. If you feel like you're an empath, you're probably a clairsentient as well because <laughs> you're feeling it. I think another one is with clairvoyance, for example, like seeing things. Do you have do you have really vivid dreams, right? It's not just like psychic visions, me seeing things around you, but really vivid dreams, seeing angel numbers all the time, seeing signs. If you ask for a sign, this Mm. is a really simple practice people can do is asking for signs specifically and seeing what pops up because it works, Mm -hmm. right? So you can, you can choose something really random and you can say, okay, if I should do this, please show me. I always use this example because I've done it before. Uh, cartoon cherries please show me cartoon cherries if I should do this and something totally random and then you have to release it yeah and they'll pop up if you're in in a weird way and if they don't pop up then that's a sign too right Mm -hmm. that it was a no so signs like seeing things visually also with clear audience a lot of people don't realize this can also be like with songs like anytime you're hearing something and it could be you know maybe you're walking through the store and you just tune into the lyrics at a certain moment and you feel like that line had a message for you. Mm, wow. That's a form of clear audience too, right? It's not always just me hearing voices in my in my ear. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is a lot of people with clear audience, they they think the voice in their head needs to sound like another person. Mm. A lot of my messages that are clear audience, they sound like my voice. Mm. It just has a different tone and it kind of comes from it. It feels like it's coming from a different place. Mm. And so there are a lot of people who don't realize they're clairaudient because they think that's them thinking and it's not always their thoughts. It's actually a message. So, and you can also be clairaudient in terms of, okay, I'm hearing other people talk. 
So sometimes you'll just walk by someone on a street on the street and you hear them say something and you're like, I feel like that was for me. Mm. Right. And so yeah. it's, just, it's about being aware. It's all about whenever I ask, I'm like, ask around, you know, growing intuition. They're always like, it's all in the subtleties. It's all in the subtleties. The thing is that people move so fast mm-hmm. and they don't reflect, they don't turn inward. They don't silence things and they, they just don't notice. Right. Yeah. It's about starting to notice the things that other people, they just shrug off. What if it's not a coincidence? Yeah. <laughs> because there's, there are right. a lot of things that aren't coincidences that mm-hmm. are really just messages for you. So are you listening to that? And so I think, you know, those are just some simple examples to expand people's minds yeah. around like what clairvoyance doesn't have to just be. I see visions of the future. We're all intuitive in our own ways. And once you start to uh, understand that you can see, you know, Oh, I'm getting signs everywhere. I keep mm-hmm. seeing angel numbers. Oh, I heard this song. It just came on. You could just ask a question and press shuffle on your, on your phone and see what song comes up. I yeah. get so many messages through songs. And so I think just expanding what, you know, how we can receive intuitive messages is really helpful. Um, but I think the silence starting to notice the subtleties and another really simple practice is automatic writing. Hmm. And so, you know, it's like journaling, but a little bit different because I think sometimes people journal with a specific intention and they're very much like very present in it. And sometimes people sugarcoat their journaling. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's not even the point. Like someone else is going to read it. Yeah, exactly. They're like not fully honest in the journal, but what you can do is you can start by just writing a question down and just and then just go stream of consciousness something you want to know about and it doesn't have to make any sense just write phrases words anything and almost so much so that you're not even present with it you just keep writing 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 and then there will come a point where you just stop and then go back and read the page and even if it seems like it's gibberish or it doesn't make sense you will get messages through it Mm. and that's something that you have to kind of build the muscle to to really let yourself flow yeah but that's the muscle and that's what intuition is and why so many people are are not in touch with it because we're so in our masculine energy. We're so in the energy of doing, taking action, goal oriented, logic, rational thinking. And we need to get more into our feminine energy of flow and receiving and, you know, manifestation. That's all our feminine energy and just being able to release and mm-hmm. not judge ourselves in anything that comes out on the paper. I mean, really no one's going to read it. So yeah. why are you judging yourself? Right. So yeah. those are some simple things. I love that. Those are all like little permission slips. Yeah. Just to like let yourself get weird. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, people are people listening. If they've list, listened to any amount of our episodes, they know like we talk about weird stuff and just let yourself get weird. Let yourself play. This is almost like a form of play, right? Yeah. And I think that that's such a it's it's almost like looked down upon as we mm. become adults to let ourselves just unleash and like kind of surrender to this these things that we weren't taught in grade school or high school, like there's so much to learn and experience outside of what you learn, what you learned in high school and college Mm -hmm. and what you do at your job. If you're just open to it, like if you just listen to Christina explain all those things and they sound intriguing to you, just try it and just see like Chase and I always talk about what is your form of play? And this is, this is what's coming through to me. Like this feels like almost allowing yourself play, but there's so much creativity and creative energy and so much good that can come from that. And I think honestly, it, it all, it all comes back to, it all links to the source being stillness. You can't Mm -hmm. do any of this Mm -hmm. if you're like, you're talking about going, 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 doing, doing, and this is coming from two 
very driven people that you're listening to right now. Um, you are you are incredibly successful and you you have all of these goals and you're moving and shaking the the business and wellness world and all of that but you still allow yourself to surrender. And that's like this beautiful dance, this beautiful balance of masculine and feminine that we all have within us. If you're a woman, it doesn't mean that you're feminine. If you're a man, it doesn't mean that you're masculine. We all have both polarities and it's about the dance. It's about the the play and the balance between the two. And um, I feel like that's just like a freaking like secret to the universe. Once you realize like, it is, oh, that's masculine. Oh, I'm in my masculine. Oh, okay. That's why my boyfriend or my husband is literally repelled by me right Mm -hmm. now because he's not attracted to masculine energy. Mm -hmm. He's attracted to feminine energy and I'm not, I haven't been in my feminine for 10 years. No wonder we haven't, you know, like there's all these things that can go back. Yeah. It, It truly, I mean, this is why I'm so passionate about this stuff because I'm like, this shit works. Yeah. Like you are literally leaving magic on the fucking table. If you don't look into balancing masculine and feminine energy and unlocking your intuition and manifesting, why would you not want your life to be easier? And what I'll say is, let me just like share a little bit about kind of my background. Like I'm super woo woo and I'm super weird and whatever, but I, I, if I heard myself two years ago, say the shit I say now, I would think I was so crazy. You know, like I, you know, when I was really little, I was very creative and intuitive and had all kinds of weird experiences. Like that's a whole other thing. And then you start to kind of grow up in the world. And I've always been very driven perfectionist and I shut it off. I shut off the play and I was so in my left brain. I was so in my masculine trying to just achieve, achieve, achieve. And you know, so many things in my life kind of, I don't want to say went wrong because they served me in the, in the long run, but it was very, uh, stale and unhappy for a while. I was very unhappy. Difficult lessons. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I've always been very logical, very science driven, very math driven. It's so funny now because now knowing who I am, I'm like, I should have been the artsy, yeah. like creative person my whole life. And I was so into like the math, the science. I used to hate English because I'm like, I just want to an answer. I want to do the math problem. Right. And I was always, you know, if I got anything less than a hundred percent, I was a failure. It was like my mindset. Right. I'm the kid. I've never gotten an A minus in my life. Like, wow. I am ne- like through college, UCLA, like, I'm that person. I'm so fucking driven and so left brained, but it took I mean, thank God for my illness. It took my illness Mm. driving me to the brink of death for a long time and scaring the shit out of me to hit a point where I had to be in surrender because I would never let myself surrender for so long. I would never rest. I was never opening my mind. It was like the universe, my body screaming at me, stop, Mm -hmm. surrender, right? And I, it was like, I literally had to be forced to the brink of death for me to take it seriously. And it was being so deep in chronic illness and trying to do everything right, trying all the protocols, studying everything, going deep into the science, trying all the diets. I was so geeky about all of it. And I was so frustrated because it wasn't working. And it wasn't until my functional medicine doctor who, I mean, I trusted so much and he helped me get out of the thick of it, but he is very rooted in science, which is why I trusted him. You know, he works in the ER, like, and he has his functional medicine practice, but he started sending a lot of his patients to like psychics and energy healers. And I had hit a point where I was like, I tried everything. Like I will, I will literally do anything, Mm. anything, even if it's outside the realm of what I believe, which is anything that I couldn't scientifically explain. Right. I want to just push away for so long, but I just hit a point where I'm like, I mean, I could die, so I might as well try whatever the fuck he says. So that's when I started exploring energy healing and going and seeing psychics and energy healers. And that's when I started tapping in more and more. It was like 
the universe is just waiting for me to be open to it. And it changed everything for me. And now I'm like on the total opposite side of the spectrum. And the thing is that it's so ironic to me because people will be like, there's no science. I'm like, it is the most scientific thing. Like our science has not caught up to this. It is quantum physics. Quantum physics explains manifestation. Mm. It's the law of attraction, law of resonance, like biomagnetic fields, like how we measure our body, like energy healing, manifestation is all explained by science. Brain rewiring. It's, you know what I mean? Like what people say is magic. It's just because it's outside the realm of our belief, but there is science to back up all of this. Mm -hmm. And I just, I think the deeper I get into it, I'm like, but science hasn't even caught up. Like maybe we'll catch up, but this is, I feel like manifestation, understanding this is, is an energy healing is technology. Mm -hmm. It is technology and it is so powerful. And to me, it's like, are you going to not try something that could completely change your life and heal you because of your ego? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think people, it's a lot easier for us to stay in our bubble Mm -hmm. and be wrong than dip our toe outside and into the unknown Mm -hmm. and possibly expand and be right. Mm -hmm. You know, I I think it's, oh gosh. Yeah. And, you know, group think is real. Mm -hmm. And this, I think it's this like innate ancestral, like maybe our evolution hasn't caught up yet as humans, because when we were all tribes, tribe based, whatever, like the outcast could die, yeah. right? If you were outside the group, if you weren't thinking the way that everyone else was thinking in your tribe, in your mm-hmm. group, you could die. Yep. So maybe our evolution hasn't quite caught up um, to realize that like, hey, I might actually be better for this if I step outside the group think yeah. narrative. Yeah. And I feel like we're getting without getting like too crazy into all the things, but like, I feel like we are as a people, um, getting more and more opportunities to, with just everything going on in the world. I think that we are getting more and more opportunities to really start to think for ourselves and to not just follow the narrative just because it is the narrative. I feel like, (laughs) I feel like, it is so obvious this year and everybody who's not seeing how obvious it is. It's like the world is screaming at us. Yeah. Like think for yourself. Mm -hmm. I mean, the number of inconsistencies it's in plain sight, it's in plain sight. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like now, like now is a time the the world is screaming at you. Like think for yourself, question things. Yeah. Right. Like question what you're told. It's not all right. And I mean, if you can't see that right now, I don't know what to tell you. I know. It's just we are getting blatant, obvious opportunities. Everything is love and lessons. Mm -hmm. If it's not love, it's a lesson. And this is a lesson I think that we all need to learn is to like tap into this intuition that is available to us all. And um, I'm just... I know we could we could go <laughs> off on that and I don't want to lose anyone here because I know everyone has their own opinions about everything that's going on in yeah. the world. And that's great. Yeah. I think that like here's what I think. I think that I love when people disagree with me. I think it's great. Like it takes everybody's opinions. What I care about is I'm like I just hope your opinion is you listening to your intuition not 
informed by what everybody else around right. you is saying. I respect anyone's opinion that is truly their own. Mm-hmm. Or no you're if- gathering from like, hey, I'm going to look at 10 mm-hmm. different sources. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to take from it what lands, what resonates, what, but that's going back to intuition. You're taking from multiple yeah. streams rather than just turning on channel two and being like, well, this, this must be what's happening. Yeah. You know, always look for evidence of the opposite. Always. Yeah. Like, it's kind of goes back to more tangibly when we we're talking about my diet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People are really before we push record. Yeah, yeah. Like it, I don't, I try all different types of diets. You know, I was like paleo, keto, low carb for so long. And then I'm like, I got to try everything that I don't believe with, don't believe in. And I've talked shit about, I gotta, I gotta put myself in line. And yeah. Like, I love that. It, right? I love that. I, I have to try. So I've tried so many diets, paleo, keto, carnivore, vegan, medical medium, uh, potato diet. Like I try everything I can because how else can I really come up with what I, what I think is true for my body. And I think it's so easy for people to pick a camp Mm -hmm. without fully diving into the other side. What people do is they'll look at evidence from the other side, but they cherry pick it to be Mm -hmm. the information that is shitty. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Or that supports their like already. Like whatever you, you firmly believe in work really hard to try and find evidence that proves it wrong mm-hmm. and if yeah. you can't now you're on to something yep i think that's just i mean that's just a that's a great life mm-hmm. skill to yeah. have and you're gonna have so much growth from that mm-hmm. okay i actually do have a because i know you are uh, you've shared on your podcast and everything um about energy and empaths and taking on others en- energy we talked about it a little mm-hmm. bit here and Um, I, this is more of like a selfish question for me, but I know (laughs) other people will know exactly what I'm talking about here. So as anyone listening to this knows that I talk to every single day, I'm helping women clear their HPV. Mm -hmm. And I, in this last few weeks, I went, I went on Dr. G, Dr. G's podcast. And I, after that, I had thousand, like a thousand people, women coming to me asking, which is great. That's why I exist right now in the world. That's so wonderful. But it was message after message after message after message of like horrible horror stories. Mm -hmm. These women with no hope, no safe options from doctors, really no education, not even knowing what strain that they have, um, not really even sure about the terminology and no fault of their own per se, but because the person that they trusted to help them kind of like, how do I get better? Isn't really helping them. And so I'm getting these stories, which after a while are heavy. They are so heavy. And for instance, just so I can like let people know exactly what I'm talking about. I had this one woman, this was like after a full week of women coming to me and asking for help. This one woman, she got tested. She was like, Oh, I was diagnosed with the BRCA gene, BRCA Mm -hmm. gene. It's basically, if you don't know, it just means that you're more genetically inclined to have possibly cancer, uh, breast cancer. And when she said the word diagnosed, I I assumed that she meant diagnosed with cancer. And so I was like, oh my gosh, girl, I was empathizing with her. And I just was like trying to like ask her questions based on what I had thought. And I was like, what is your, you know, how far on in your like diagnosis? What, what stage is it? And she goes, oh, this is after she told me my doctor wants to give me a double mastectomy and a hysterectomy. Oh she's 30, God. she's 34 years old. Oh my gosh. And 
And so I'm thinking like, damn, they want a hysterectomy, a double mastectomy. This must be like late stage. Like this must be crazy. And I said, what stage is it? And she goes, oh no, I don't, I don't even have cancer yet. They're just doing it. He just recommended it just um, preventatively. Oh my God. So this was on a mile high pile of stories already. And I got this and I just started like shaking. I like crumbled into Chase's arms, just weeping because it was such a blatant example of how our system does not show up for women. It, it it fails us Mm -hmm. on a very extreme level. And this is just one example I'm so glad she came to me. This was literally like, she said, this was on a Thursday. And he was like, okay, well, I have an opening on Tuesday. Just like that. Like, oh, you just need four days to prep with this. And we're just going to take a lot of your body parts and just no compassion whatsoever. I'm so glad she found me and we had this conversation. But I was broken after this. And I just Mm -hmm. took on all of this energy and... I had to like step away from my phone for like 24 hours. I just was like, I'm sorry. I can't, I I can't be in my DMS right now. So this is a very extreme example, but the more my business grows, obviously my goal is to touch more women and to be there and to be this safe place for women. Mm -hmm. You work so much with energy and, and like getting down to the nitty gritty, like science of it. And I, I'm so curious of how, how you have in your business basically like shown up for people and supported people, but also how do you protect your own energy in a very like in, in a tangible way? Like mm-hmm. is that Reiki? Is that meditation? Is that like, what can I do mm-hmm. to like protect myself? So I'm not crumpling into Chase's arms every week. Yeah. Well, I love this question and I'm like, I can feel your emotion. Like I feel <laughs> like I'm going to cry. Hey, boo thing. HPV that is human papillomavirus can be a really scary thing. If you or someone you love has been diagnosed with HPV, the next two minutes are for you, my girl or guy. Over 14 million Americans are diagnosed every year with some strain of HPV, yet it's still weirdly hush-hush in our society. Even though three out of four sexually active adults will likely come into contact with HPV, there is still a negative stigma associated with it. Countless women have told me that they feel dirty, ashamed, and scared to tell anyone, even their partner. One woman I spoke to was a virgin until she was married, and she still contracted HPV from her spouse. Her story is proof that HPV does not equal gross or shameful. We must let go of this negative, dirty stigma. It's dangerous. It's keeping men and women quiet, not asking questions or searching for safe alternatives to treatment. That's where I came in. I was inspired by the hundreds of women I spoke to who were feeling alone and desperate for help, saying things like, my doctor didn't explain anything to me. I needed to provide a safe place for these women to ask questions, get educated, and find safe alternatives to the cutting, poking, scraping, and other invasive procedures that are common practice with HPV treatment. I needed to provide the space for you to stand back, take a look at your lifestyle, and learn how to stack the deck in your favor for clearing HPV to have confidence in your body's own innate ability to heal, 
and to reconnect with your body, which is working so hard for you right now. The safe place I created is my digital course called Clear. This course includes video, audio, and downloadable PDFs. We dive deep into the research-backed, safe, effective supplementation, nutritional guidance, mindset practice, and stress management needed for clearing HPV. It's perfect for the woman wanting to finally be rid of the anxiety that comes with HPV, abnormal pap smears, and cervical dysplasia. It provides a holistic approach because you are not just a cervix or cluster of abnormal cells. You are a whole person. To learn more about Clear and even check out some of the curriculum, go to getmimifit.com clear, or just check out the show notes for the direct link to the course. And you can use the code medicine for 10% off at checkout. That's M-E-D-I-C-I-N, no E, for 10% off. Remember, don't give up. You can heal. All right, back to the pod. Oh my God. I mean, first of all, I think that just shows more, more reason to anytime. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's a doctor. I don't care if it's somebody on this podcast, like always look for different opinions, another side to it. I mean, something like, I mean, when I was going through all my, the number of doctors that told me I had to remove parts of my colon and my gallbladder. I'm like, why, why? Like I was going to be the bad girl. I was going to be the girl that literally couldn't have bowel function right thank god I didn't listen to that and so it's just so important to be your own advocate and never you know whenever somebody tells you this is how you have to heal it always get other opinions and another another viewpoint I really believe that there's so many different ways to achieve the same results I mean yeah that's all I'm gonna say about that uh looking to HCC and brain rewiring yeah (laughs) honestly and so I think there's first of all within that is like I just want to give people hope always because I truly if anybody ever tells you that you're SOL and you're screwed and this is the only way to get through it it's bullshit yeah I truly believe it's bullshit I've seen miracles happen every single day and I mean I think an example that comes to mind is my, my friend Rachel who she has her cancer group and there's a woman there who had cancer and had, she used to be a singer and completely lost her voice and couldn't even talk. When she first started working with Rachel, couldn't get out of bed and like had to type everything. And now she is singing. Mm, Right. And she was told like, we can't help you. So I just want to give that message of hope. The other thing is I totally relate to what you're saying. And before I really understood this, I mean, I totally triggered myself back into chronic illness because I didn't know how to manage it right Mm -hmm. with all my clients. And especially when you're somebody who, I mean, I give my clients know I love them to death. Like I'm so emotionally invested, right? I'm like your biggest cheerleader. And especially when you're that kind of person, you really feel it, right? You're so invested in the people you're talking to and you really actually give a shit. It affects you more. Yeah. (laughs) So the boundaries piece is really important and I will say tangibly like the way you set up your business is so important I talk to a lot of my clients in in no bullshit business school about this like we talk about how to coach and also protecting your own energy because you can't serve people you're going to crash and burn if you don't draw boundaries and protect your energy and so this very tangibly starts with like 
okay, do I serve myself before I serve others? And what are the boundaries within my business and within communication? If you're somebody who's always on your phone, always available for DMs, answering everything, always available for text messages, you're going to crash and burn. You Mm -hmm. have to set up boundaries because, I mean, boundaries allow us to continue relationships. They don't end them. I'm sure you've heard that before. It's so true because if I feel like I am on call 24-7 for other people, I will crash and burn and then I can't serve anyone. So I think that's the first most important piece. And I think especially a lot of my, if you're listening and you're a practitioner or a coach, like a lot of my new coaches, they're like on Instagram all day. They check their DMs like 15 times a day. And I'm like, you're literally going to drive yourself into burnout. And you're not serving anybody when you're coming from that place of just empty cup. Mm -hmm. Right. And so really having boundaries with when you check messages, when you respond to people and making sure that you're in a space where like you're able to hold space fully. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing. The other thing is this level of energy protection whenever you're in communication with somebody. So especially like, you know, when you're when you're in person with somebody, you can you can feel their energy, right? So there are things you can do in in person with people, but what I'll say, I think mostly now it's digital. And so very much like you can put up almost like an energetic shield in front of you. You can put an energy bubble around yourself, like literally visualize this, setting the intention that their energy will just bounce Mm. off of it and you're not going to accept it. That's really, really helpful. Just like setting that intention. And I think sometimes when people send us a message I've experienced this all the time like I get some really heavy messages it can just feel like a lot dumped on me but that's also because I didn't I didn't set the intention to hold space in front of me Mm -hmm. I was like oh I'm open and you can dump it right onto my body and feel it does that make sense yeah totally so I think a lot of the intentionality around that and sometimes when people say really heavy things or even mean things if you ever get a mean message I'll just I literally say in my mind I'm like I lovingly send your energy right back to you Like I just send it right back, you know, but I never will open a message if I'm in a place where I don't feel like I can hold Mm. plenty of space. If I don't feel totally recharged, I can't hold space for somebody else. So I think really keeping that in mind is very helpful too. In terms of replenishing your energy, like everyday grounding is really important. Grounding just to recharge, reduce inflammation, get those negative ions and like a cleansing practice. So for example, between sessions and after every day, I wash my hands with salt or I'll, cause we're by the ocean over here. I'll put my feet in salt water, but like really using salt to cleanse the energy. You can sage yourself, but doing something to clear and even like chakra work, like visualization and envisioning a light moving through your chakras, balancing each and every one just to reset yourself mm-hmm. is very important. But I think it's so crucial to have to bookend your day and have your morning where you serve yourself first and your evening, your cutoff time, where this is all about replenishing your energy and getting enough sleep and like mm-hmm. clearing any energy from anybody else and really setting that intentionality. And something that I, my business coach actually um, told me this year that's been really a game changer is she said, for every day you coach, you have to be served by someone else. Hmm. And it can't be you serving yourself so she's like it can't be you like going on a hike or like going on a walk or painting your nails it has to be somebody else serving you wow so it has to be you getting a massage or 
you um, getting a blowout or getting your nails done or whatever, somebody else making you food. It has to be you getting served because when we serve ourselves, it's still us serving. Right. Right. And that was really, really huge for me. And part, it was kind of easy because like to your point, I receiving energy healing is crucial for me. So I get energy healing done every week. And a lot of people are like, I mean, I can give it to myself if I want, but it's not the same experience. Mm -hmm. It's about me just zenning out and having somebody else clear my clear my energy for me and balance me out so I get energy healing weekly sometimes bi-weekly just to clear things clear things out I book in my days I clear my energy constantly and I give myself five hours sometimes six depending on the week right of somebody else serving me hmm. that's great yeah. yeah I love that that's something that I do not I mean it's a little bit harder with the like quarantine shutdown yeah, pandemic because harder. there's things just not open I know. it's been a like, challenge you can't go get a pedicure even mm-hmm. if you want it now you can but like I mean for six months yeah um yeah but I'll, I think it makes you realize how much you serve other people yeah. but like where's the energy going back into balance yeah right you know and I think there's so much of this issue of available over availability yes. yeah you know yeah that's that's a really big problem it is I know for me I mean my clients know I'm harsh with my boundaries but they like they respect it and that gives them permission to set their own boundaries if Mm -hmm. I don't if I don't have strong boundaries then how can I expect them to have strong boundaries with their clients right and so I'm like I check my messages once a day if I don't see it that day I'll get to it tomorrow right? I'm not sitting there waiting for other people. I don't have time. Right. Yeah. And it's the same thing of like, if you're a coach or practitioner, it's our job to teach self-sufficiency. Like I'm saying, like I don't enable my clients. I don't handhold. I empower you. And I'm always there for them a hundred percent, but I, I want to teach them to show up for themselves too. And if you can't like, you can wait 24 hours for a response. I'm not an on-demand service. Like I'm one person. And I think I remember this, this is something that I, in middle school, I learned this. So I had a teacher, um, trying to explain to other teachers how stressed out some of us felt. This was in middle school. And we, there was this exercise basically where one student went up in front of the class and, and there's a different teacher who came who came up every time they asked the kid to do something and they're like, just grab on to a part of their body. And at the end it was like, you know, 15 people holding onto this one person's body. Mm. And it was such a great visualization of what it feels like when you're getting all these people asking things from yeah. you. It's like, you're, you're just being tugged on. Mm-hmm. And when you're one person, there's only so much energy you can give, yeah. you know? And I think part of that within business is, is us being creative with how can I serve more people, but also, balance my own energy mm-hmm. right so I know for me as I've scaled my business it looks more like I can't do a whole day of one of one-on-one clients and then go to a group where I'm holding space for 30 people I I right so it's like now moving more into groups how can I serve more people but it's not pulling all of my energy right and how can I create resources that are still helping people giving them the information but it's not all on me all the yeah. time you're right. It's just, I mean, being realistic, we mm-hmm. can't, we can't show up for a million people mm-hmm. and then who's showing up for, for us. So that's our responsibility. I think it's really important to think about when you, when you serve others, like what yeah. your boundaries are. And, um, if you're somebody who's available 24 seven for other people, I wouldn't be surprised if you're super drained and unhappy and you're going to be, um, 
in such better service to others if you have those boundaries in a clear container of this is when I serve others and this is when I serve me. Yeah, that's really, it's really, really good. I love that mix of like mental and kind of like psychological work that you're Mm -hmm. doing inside yourself, but then also physically, you know, setting up boundaries. I think that that's really great. And I think every single person, even if you're just a woman in a relationship or a mother, or even if you don't have your own business, this applies to every human, you know, boundaries and, and, protecting your own yeah protecting your own energy I do have a really good like morning and evening like I I'm in you know reading writing journaling you know learning working on my spiritual practice for like the first like hour and a half of my day Mm -hmm. and then at night I'm chilling with Chase where so I do have that like the bookend down it's more I think being firm in throughout the day Mm -hmm. and also like um I mean, this is just a fact that when I, when I go on these other podcasts, this is a completely new audience that's hearing about HCC and the fact that it could clear, possibly clear their HPV. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense that with a a podcast with a million downloads that I get a thousand. And so it's like, that's not normal. And so it was like this wave that I hadn't experienced before, like all at once, Mm -hmm. but if my mission in the world is to educate educators and I'm never going to stop that because I believe HCC could benefit everybody. I'm never going to stop that. So prophylactically thinking about moving forward, how do I protect my energy ahead of time before I go onto a big podcast or whatever and kind of uh, like anticipate that. Yeah. And um, so I think having those assets ready to go, having, you know, being able to, um, you know, drop those assets in for people because it's no fault of, of their own. And, and I think I've heard you talk about this, like people will try to, and it's not a manipulative, manipulative thing. It's just, they want to ask questions. Yeah. They will try to get they want information and if they can just slide into your DMs and get that information and you know, without yeah. pushing by or this or, or download or whatever, of course we're all wired that way. We're going to, we're going to try, we're going to do it just because we need help. But, um, you know, you were like really the person who was like, you need to create an HPV course yeah. <laughs> back in January. And I was like, okay, I'm on it. I got to do this. Yeah. And so I did that. And that's really like, I have been like providing this and, and showing up for people like this is I poured myself into this for months. This is my best recommendation, but still, still people are, they're, they're always going to want, you know, a little bit. And I I don't blame them. I I mean, you get desperate with no hope, no answers and COVID you lost your job. You really can't afford a course right now. I totally, I get it. I totally understand. But, um, I just, I want people to know anyone listening that that like, that is the intention behind, creating things and assets and digital courses and PDFs and guides is to better serve you and better serve ourselves. Otherwise we don't exist. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I think it's, again, people don't, cause it's just people don't realize, you know? And so I talk about this a lot where, I mean, imagine if you, if thousands of people had your phone number and yeah. were texting you all day you would be exhausted yeah. and I know I've had to explain this to people in my life like friends family why it takes me so long to get back to them or if I don't get back to them and I'm like imagine if you had like 600 people text you every day mm-hmm. like at some point you're like I I can't respond to all of them yeah. I just physically can't I lose messages yeah. all the time I'm I like, lose I'm them all sorry. the time too I- and I'm like all I can promise you is that I will set aside time to get to as many people as I can, but things get lost and I only have so much time in a day. And if you want me to create, to keep creating more content, 
I have to have time for that too, because that's going to serve more people. Mm -hmm. Right. And so many people have similar, it's like a similar answer, a similar solution. So at that point, I'd rather make one thing that I could put out to the masses is going to serve so many more people. And I think at some point in your business, you have to reach a point where it's like, this is the amount of time I can allocate. I'll get through as many messages as I can. And the ones that I don't get to, I just don't get to, or even sometimes depending on, you know, the size of the audience, this is part of scaling, right? This is part of scaling and something that has honestly been really hard for me understanding, like getting to a point where I can't get back to everybody. I try to get back to as many things as I can, but I can't. And when I've tried to, I I hit the ground so hard. I had to literally stop my business. Yeah. Like, I like your cancel. physical health. Yeah. Like my health went down. I had to cancel all my clients. I'm like, now I'm serving no one because mm-hmm. I didn't take care of myself. But you know, for a while I had such a big influx of, of messages that I had. I just had my assistant get on my DMS and she said, Hey, this is Christina's assistant. Like here. And she would, she would go through and just send them all the resources because, and so I just outsourced it. I'm like, I want to get back to you, but I literally, this would take me 12 hours a day. Yeah. And at which point I can't serve my clients. I can't mm-hmm. create podcasts. I can't make blogs. Like, you know, I can't make the other content that's serving so many more people. And that's at some point it's a business decision. And also psychologically, understanding that you know like I will hold space for people I love people so much I care so much but it's also not my job to heal other people yeah it's to give them resources to help them heal themselves Mm -hmm. and this is really important I talk to my coaches about this all the time where they freak out I'm like you're not healing anyone yeah you're providing education or holding space but it's up to them to do the thing right and I think sometimes that psychological shift of like I'm sorry it are they paying you to be an on-demand coaching service? No. <laughs> yeah. Right. And that's just like, at some point you have to be a business. And I think yeah. sometimes taking, looking at it more logically too, um, is, is really important. Like we have to find a balance because yes, we want to hold space, but we've never been so connected before. Yeah. And I almost like, I almost resent, I almost resent the DM feature on Instagram <laughs> because it's so great in so many ways. And I love it. And I love stories and it's so fun to connect with people, but also, again, going back to that point, you don't, you don't really understand how it feels until you experience it. But imagine if yeah. 600 people had your tech, your, your phone number and texted you, it can be really overwhelming. Yeah. Right. And so just kind of realizing that. And I, I mean, I see people who, some people just don't respond to any messages because they're like, I just can't, I yeah. just can't. So they just don't. And other people slave away. I mean, I have a friend where she, she can barely make enough money to like live because she has this huge platform, but she spends all day hmm. answering messages and she's exhausted. She's had really bad health issues. And I'm like, you're spending literally 14 hours a day answering DMS. Yeah. I mean, who is that serving really? You know? Yeah. Um, and I think also we have to realize that this is just blunt honesty. Like <laughs> when people who are on demand coaching services and their messages, you are, actually really not serving that person because for them to get results they need to be in a container they need to be in a program they need to be held accountable they need to get the full education and when we give people like a snippet of coaching here and there and they just keep showing up they're not actually going to get results right right versus like I would rather refer you to someone who can give you a program to follow or work with a practitioner or someone who's going to hold you accountable where you have skin in the game and you'll actually get results so much faster than being that person who's just sending everybody dms and trying to get the the answers for free and I feel really strongly about that like from my own experience too you Mm -hmm. know I used to be the person that would message everybody and 
I was never getting results. I was trying to do it all myself. The second I invested in myself, got in a container, had somebody focus solely on me. It saved me so much mental space. Right. And, and then I got way better results. And I, Mm -hmm. I, I just think it's also important to keep that in mind too. Like I, if somebody sends me five paragraphs about their health journey and I try and send them a DM to help them through it, I'm not serving them. Right. That's a, yeah. At that point it's a, it's a disservice. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, man, do you guys see, do you guys see why I love this girl? Okay. (laughs) Um, this is a perfect transition because I do, I want to be mindful of your time obviously. Um, but I do want to, you've already given us so much of you and your mind and it's so beautiful how you wrap it all together. (laughs) Like going back full circle to my intro to you, it's so dynamic. Um, And so people can obviously see you have a lot of experience like in the business world, but also coaching people through that. Can you talk about, um, because the no bullshit business school is fairly new. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about like creating that and who you had in mind and where it's at today? One of the questions that I get basically every single day is, hey Mimi, is this a good mushroom product? It's usually accompanied by a picture of Company X mushroom product, and this person wants my help in deciding if they should keep using it or buy it for the first time. There are new mushroom companies popping up all the time as medicinal mushrooms become more and more popular. And nine times out of 10, I have to be the bearer of bad news and let the person who's asking me know that the pure mushroom product they thought they were getting actually has a lot of grains, oats, or rice in it, which act as fillers and bulk up the product. I know, not awesome. But then I get to be the bearer of good news and let this person know that there are companies that are creating incredible mushroom extracts. My favorite is Real Mushrooms. Real Mushroom products are exactly that real mushrooms. They are organic, non-GMO, gluten-free, and third-party tested multiple times for their scientifically verified active compounds. No grain, no starch, no fillers, just real mushrooms. My favorite right now are the lion's mane and chaga extract powders, but they also have capsules for you if you're on the go. To get some real mushrooms in your beautiful body, go to realmushrooms.com slash Mimi to receive your hefty discount, or just check the show notes below for the link. Bringing you only the best. Cheers, boo. Yeah. So, I mean, I made a really big kind of overnight pivot. It's just my personality, but it was very like intuitive and I had been feeling it very strongly for a while and then at one point I just kind of got kicked on the ass and I'm like I gotta do this and where it really came from was for so long I have been kind of like business coaching people on the side sort of and everybody always asked me for business advice and it hit a point where I mean I have a lot of friends in very high level masterminds with people who I'm sure everybody here listening to knows really big names in health and wellness who are spending, you know, $30,000 a year on this mastermind and not really getting anything out of it other than, Oh, I got to meet cool people. Mm -hmm. And then they come to me and like, can we sit down and brainstorm my business for two hours? And I'm like, okay. And I had so many people telling me, Oh my God, like I got more value out of an hour with you than I have in my $60,000 I spent in the last year on coaching with this person who has 2 million followers and a quote big business. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, this is bullshit. Right. I should get paid for this. Yeah. And 
I also just, to be totally honest, I mean, I've just grown so much and I'm not that interested in nutrition anymore. Like, I mean, I always, I will always love nutrition, but I had just hit a point where I was just kind of, I just didn't, I couldn't coach people in that capacity anymore. I felt like I was really good at it, but this is so much more my, my zone yeah. of genius. I just feel like my whole life has been leading me toward more, honestly, more of like being a channel and doing the intuitive work. And the business coaching really allows me to do that. And like, I think people just with my coaching style, it works r- really well for business, <laughs> you know, like, cause I'm just so no bullshit. And I think also seeing so many practitioners who aren't trained very well in terms of business, but also how to be a good coach and seeing a lot of people like their clients aren't getting as great results as they could. And they also are killing themselves going back into adrenal fatigue trying to build a business and it's bullshit, right? Um, like when you're providing more transformation than somebody's doctor can, like you shouldn't be barely able to pay your rent. Yeah, right. And I had been through that myself where I was trading time for dollars and, you know, what didn't know anything about protecting my own energy and just burnt myself out and had to shut down my business completely and had to really figure it out in a new way. And then especially understanding the whole manifestation piece and brain rewiring. And I'm like, it could be so much easier for people. So that, I mean, combined with, it was so funny because when I went through my school, my nutrition school, I would, I would afterward, like we'd have a group and I would coach other people in my program. Like they, they were like, Christina, mm-hmm. can you teach us? Because I already had my practice running. And so it, I was already getting other people, like other coaches wanting to learn from me. And when I launched No BS Biz School, I mean, it really just it was fast and it was easy. And I'm like, this is so in alignment and I've gotten people really awesome results. And I think, you know, to, to learn how to scale a one-on-one practice and know that you can have a six figure online coaching business starting from nothing. You don't have to have a big following and like really having that roadmap set up. And my program is very much like a lot of tangible marketing information, but then also all of the, the energetics and that Mm. piece. And also a lot around like energy management and, brain rewiring and like how to coach and I think that's that's really important for people mm-hmm. and even if you're not a coach because I have people in the program who aren't coaches necessarily but like artists or um personal chef or you know like and obviously all the energy healers but it's just important to know how to kind of relate to people and get people results and I think that's all like it all works together really well and what I will say is I've had I, I honestly like I was so annoyed because a lot of my friends who were working with business coaches, they would always complain to me and they weren't getting very good results. They would get scammed. And I'm like, you're pouring tens of thousands of dollars into somebody who isn't giving you any, like any benefit. And I would always ask, well, what is this person's background? And so many people nowadays are coaching and they've never actually built a business themselves. What they do is they try and build their business. They're not that successful. And then they decide I'm going to become a business coach. Yeah. And it's like, and people tell me that all the time. They're like, I want to work with you because you've, you've done it. Like you yeah. built the type of business that I want to build in the way I want to build it. And that's important too, right? Like if you're somebody who wants to build your business through Google ads, don't come to me. I don't know. I don't know jack shit about Google. Ads. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I think it's really important to work with somebody who's, who's built the type of business you want to build and has done it in the way you want to do right. it. Right. Like I built my whole business through organic marketing, through Instagram and my podcast. And so I can teach other people to build their business through organic marketing. Like I understand my industry. I've built, you know, a nutrition practice and energy healing practice all online 
And I think that's why people like to learn from that. And because it's so much personal development work too. There's a lot of like raising wealth frequency and shifting money mindset and the energy piece too that um, your whole life changes when Mm -hmm. when you go through that up leveling and people, their clients get better results. They make way more money, right? And they realize that I can work like two to three hours a day and hit 10K months. Like, Mm. holy shit. Yeah. And it's just a new way of of approaching business. I think the old way, the way that keeps us pushed down is trading time for dollars, working harder. And it's like, let's work smarter, not harder. Mm -hmm. And really just empower ourselves. And so for me, I just saw a need. I saw a need. And I'm like, I can teach people this. And people respond. I have the relationships. I've done it. I can show you how to do this. And yeah, it's been, it's been amazing. It's like, I'm, I'm so glad I shifted Mm -hmm. into it. Um, You can just tell, like just, just hearing you talk about it and like witnessing it, like the energy coming off of you when you talk about anything in this realm is just like electric. It's, it's so like engaging and you can just tell, you can tell when someone is in their zone of genius and yeah. it is so apparent with you for mm, sure. Thank you. Well, and I will say, I think this is so connected to your health because I tell people this all the time. I'm like, do you think you have adrenal fatigue? Like, let's make sure it's not just that you're not in alignment. And this is where I, I mean, I love human design. I think it is one of the most, I know, life- we didn't even get to talk yeah, about it's one that of the most life-changing tools. If you've never gotten a human design reading before, please book one because you'll find out so much about yourself. It gives you really like permission to be your true self. Well, who but- do you recommend for that? Um, my, her name is Victoria Jane. Her Instagram is victoriajane.hd. She's amazing. And she, um, she comes from a background of like getting burnt out in the corporate world and then totally switching to being a human design reader. So she really understands that she's had her own like health issues. And so she's great at like really making human design very tangible. Mm. Do you think she would come on the podcast? Oh, totally. Oh, okay. I'm hitting her up after this. Sure. Hit her up. She'll, she'll love, she's amazing. She was just on my podcast. Um, but she's, awesome. And I mean, it's, it, it helped me so much understand my path and really realizing like when you're in alignment, things flow to you and we make life so much harder than it has to be. It can be easy. And you know, you're in the right thing when it's just easy. And I I, I will say a lot of my health symptoms went away when I literally switched my niche Mm. because I was excited about it, especially being a generator. Like I was like, I thought I had adrenal fatigue again because I had such low energy. I actually just was in the doing the wrong thing mm. you know and like yeah. when you're lit up by something it's giving you energy as a generator you're no you know you're in alignment and I had I was talking about this on my stories and I had a lot of people message me and they're like oh my god I went through the same thing I thought I, I kept getting all these tests done I thought I had adrenal fatigue and my HP access was so screwed up and then I just quit my job and I got a new one that I liked and like I feel great. I'm not bloated. I'm not tired. I'm like, yeah. Sometimes it's, it's literally that Mm -hmm. it's so important, but yeah, I think it was, I mean, everything that has happened with my life has all been for a reason. I think every day I I unravel more and more layers of my chronic illness. And I mean, there's a lot we didn't even, we didn't really talk about, but it was a really intense time. And I, for so long thought that that was leading me to like becoming a nutritional therapy practitioner helping people heal and I'm like oh my god no (laughs) it was just like a step to getting here in you know a roundabout way but yeah and this goes back to the brain rewiring where what a gift to be able to look at anything that in the moment you think is shitty 
and be like, I'm so grateful for that. Mm -hmm. And now being able to like when I'm in it, like, yeah. And be grateful for it and be like, wow, what is this? This is happening right now. What is this teaching me? I'm supposed to move in a different direction. And that's huge as somebody who struggled with really severe depression and anxiety for 20 years. I mean, I mean, I was really suicidal. Like it was tough. Like it was, it was really dark. It was really bad. And so for me, I'm just so freaking grateful to be here. And I think like, I never thought I would get out of that. Like I just, I remember saying like, I'm going to be that person that like happiness isn't available to me. Like I'm always going to be that person that has a dark cloud over my head. That's just what Mm. it feels like. It's like everything just feels dull. You just feel like, uh, you know, every day is hard. I don't know why. I don't think I can get out of it for so long. And I tried all the traditional, you know, ways of overcoming it. And I'm just so grateful that I don't, I can't even imagine feeling that way. Yeah. Like, and now it kills me when I see other people just Mm -hmm. caught in, caught in the cycle. And I'm like, you can change it. You can change it. If I can change it, you can change it. So I'm just really grateful for everything. Um, and I'm sure other shitty stuff's going to happen. That's going to teach me even more. Yeah. Got a lot of life to live, you know? Oh my gosh. You were, (laughs) you were such a wealth. I, I love just listening to you speak about all of this. I'm, I'm so just intrigued by it and, and you, yeah, like just piggybacking on what I said, you can just tell that it Mm -hmm. lights you up and that's really like, I forget the exact quote it is, but we don't need more small business owners, entrepreneurs. We meet, we need more people that are lit up by the thing that they do in the world. And I mean, now that I've shifted, you know, I went to school to be a dental hygienist. I thought I was going to be a hygienist till I, you know, was 80 years old. Yeah. And seven years in, I was like, whoa, this other thing is calling me. Like mushrooms literally called me out Mm -hmm. of dental hygiene. And so much of it is just like allowing, letting, being in that feminine and being like, okay, I'm surrendering to what, what's coming through. And I'm, I'm just going to, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know where I'm going to get my dollars, but Mm -hmm. this is what I'm being called towards. And, um, I just, it's like, I I have had that. So I I can just see in you and recognize that like, it's so profound once you experience Mm -hmm. it and then like helping others navigate through that. So when people love, you know, listening to you and all that, like how, how would they go about like learning more about no BS business school and possibly working with you? Yeah. So if you go to my website, Christina rice, wellness.com, although when is this coming out? Uh, probably like a month. Okay. It might be different, but it'll be redirected there. <laughs> I'm rebranding. <laughs> and this is great. This was, I was listening to a podcast yeah. of yours and I think this is great. You should, you should touch on this. Yeah. I'm, I'm rebranding. I've just felt like we can listen to my podcast about it, but this goes back to, I don't remember if I talked about it in that podcast, but why I'm like, I'm not afraid to pivot. Oh, I did an Instagram live on that. People are like, why are you not afraid to pivot? I, in the business world, like the pivot is like this big scare. I'm like, guys, calm down. Right. Um, (laughs) I'm like, I'll pivot whenever the fuck I want. But yeah, I'm changing the name just because I just don't resonate with it anymore. I feel like the name of your business. Yeah. Christina Rice Wellness for a couple of reasons. Like, I feel like when I think of that, it just represents a different part of my life. I feel like I'm so different than I was like two months ago, five months ago, a year ago. Like, you know, I'm just so different. And what I talk about is wellness, but I think what people see, it just feels more like nutrition, health. And like, that's not really, I talk mostly about business and spirituality with like nutrition that I'm interested in, (laughs) honestly. And I just see my business going in a really different direction. It's going to be a lot more of the psychic work and the channeling and business support really. Um, 
and like training other light workers, right? And like use use that term broadly of like anyone who is like helping others right working in the light like whatever type of healer you are or like you right like anyone who's doing that type of work um that's really where the business comes in I have an intuitive development course um I'm going to start training people in energy healing and it kind of all works together in that way so yeah I'm rebranding but if you go to christinaricewellness.com it'll redirect you to my new website (laughs) oh okay gotcha (laughs) so and you can find me on instagram too but if you go there and you click the business tab, it'll have information about No BS Biz School. For Biz School, you can go to bit.ly slash No BS BS and all the information is there. You can also shoot me a DM and ask a question about it. Again, I try to get to yeah. I'm Sometimes I'm slow, but I try and hit them all. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it might be slow. But I'm usually pretty good about it. Um. So yeah, that's where you can learn more about business school and also just like, I mean, watch the testimonials, check out my Instagram. I have so many awesome women. And if you want, you know, I always tell people, if you want me to connect you with people who've been in the program, I'm happy to give you, mm-hmm. all my clients are happy to tell people about what their experience was. Um, Cause for me with coaching, it's like, if I'm not the right fit, I'd, that's totally fine. Yeah. Right. Like I just want you to find the person that you really resonate with. And so it's good to just, you know, check different options and see who resonates with you and whose style resonates with you. So that's where you can find out information about biz school and pretty much everything's on my website and linked on my Instagram. And like right now we're launching the pod course, which I don't know if it'll still be open when this launches, but you know, if you want to launch a podcast, I have the podcast connector. If you want to be a guest on podcasts and get pitched in a not, not, so many way. things you got so yeah, many things yeah and my membership I think by the time this is out my membership will be open again it's like limited I do limited enrollment for it but that's where I post all my channel messages we have Q&A calls we have manifestation parties I have a ton of content in there like related to health wellness healing energy work intuition manifestation it's like aggressive it's a lot of content so it's a monthly membership you can cancel whenever so I would check that out too but it's all on my website Whew. We got yeah. so much. I love it. You are a generator. Look at all this. <laughs> I, <am>. I love it. <laughs> um, okay. And we will, I will definitely put all of those links in the show notes, you guys. So if you miss any of that, just check there. Um, the, okay. So the last question that we ask everyone, thank you for all of that. <laughs> the medicine is all about disease prevention for body, mind, and relationships. What for you currently, Christina, feels like medicine for your body right now? For my body, what feels like medicine? I'm going to say Organifi green juice with with coconut milk. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Adding the splash of milk is a game changer. It's so good. I think, you know, it's it's like I've been on so many elimination diets and crazy diets. And for me, it's so nice to just like really eat what feels good instead of just following what somebody else has told me to do and I mean I always choose healthy things I feel like shit if I don't but I I think you know like I used to not want to drink something if it had monk fruit in it Mm -hmm. I'm like I feel fine I feel great yeah I feel amazing you know um and I actually think just in terms of if you want to take it literally like medicine like chlorella spirulina like moringa like Oh, they're so amazing. I feel so different when I have that every day. So it's mm-hmm. huge for me. 
And Organifi, just a little plug here. Organifi is different, you guys, because they only have about 11 different superfoods as opposed to Company X, uh, Green Juice, which has like 45 different. You think like, oh, more must be better. Well, in this case, it's not. You want a, a smaller ingredient list for mo- more clinical dose, like mm-hmm. a higher clinical dose Easy. of these superfoods. So the Organifi green juice is so baller in that way. Yeah. Um, shameless plug. <laughs> my, my crew, they know, they know all, all things Organifi. So they're used to um, me singing the praises there. What about for your mind? What feels like medicine for your mind currently? For my mind, definitely. You know, I spend time every day at the park or at the beach and just like grounding, putting my feet on the earth, my bare feet on the earth. And that's when I, connect like with my guides connect spiritually connect to source and just like have my me time and I'll, I'll sit th- I mean I could sit there for two hours and just really connect with me my body and recharge and that is like everything for me for my mm. mind to reset love that yeah with everything you with how busy you are and how much you give to the world you have to it's 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 a non-negotiable yeah I mean there are days if I don't I mean, I'm such a bitch the next day. (laughs) (laughs) Rightfully so. (laughs) Rightfully so. Okay. And so what about for your relationship or relationships? However you want to take it, whatever comes to mind for you, what's Mm -hmm. medicine for that? For me, I'm about quality, not quantity. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not the type of person. I don't have friendships where I'm like talking to people every day. I have really close friendships and it's the kind of thing where I could talk to somebody you know, once a year and it's just so deep and like, it's not like any time passed. And so for me, I'm all about like, let's schedule a date. Like I'd rather spend three hours with you than try and, and be fully present, have nothing else on my mind than try and see you regularly and be kind of annoyed or try and like do a half-assed phone call. And so for me, it's like those just like friend dates where I'm like, okay, we're hanging out from like 5 PM to 9 PM, no phone, just us like being ourselves, doing weird shit, whatever. And filling our souls that way. And so that's what really is it for me. Um, Because to me, that's like, it's my love language. It's quality time. It's words of affirmation. And I think with friendships, like going back to what I was saying at the beginning, I'm so grateful to have so many amazing friends who give me that quality time, who I love giving quality time to and being fully present. And the words of affirmation of like, we just reinforce each other and build each other up and you know just tell each other how much we love each other all the time and how grateful we are and how amazing we are like and not a lot of people don't do that and I think it's really about that quality time so it's like those friend dates relation like dates quality time no tech you're fully focused on each other nothing annoys me more than when I'm with someone and they're like doing other stuff that is what fills my soul love it yeah, I, I so resonate with that. Like, I mean, I, I count this. This is going to be um, a friend date with yeah. you. And, you know, this two hours is, is going to fill me up for another six months until we talk <laughs> again. And, you know, it's so great. I would I am so that way too. quality yeah. over quantity. And I don't want a, c- a phone call every day. I want a three hour FaceTime yeah. once every four months or same. something like that. I'm totally the same. It, it's like vitamin D. It like fills these stores that you can your body can mm-hmm. feed off of later where it's like, yeah. I've never been a needy friend ever. And I actually that energy from people kind of repels me. I don't know why. I've always thought that I was like, you know, previously I've always kind of like, am I mean for that? No. You know, like really like needy girls that like want to be best friends right away and like want to text me and call me every day. 
I I'm never rude, but internally I'm like, eh. like yeah. why why do why do I feel like almost grossed out by this? I don't know. It's people are like that when they are not confident in themselves or like being alone really yeah. not necessarily that well usually yes themselves too but when they're just not okay with being alone and I think for people like you and me like we're really comfortable being alone I'm I could hang out with myself all the time like yeah, you know, yeah. I, I love being by myself I also love being with other people but those are the people who really want to fill their time and who they feel like to be close to somebody you have to be talking constantly and I think it's not until you are comfortable being alone and also like experience the other type of relationship where I don't have to talk to somebody every day to be so, so close to them that you realize, Oh wow, Mm -hmm. I am being needy. I mean, it's codependency. But then, but then those, these three hours, these Mm -hmm. two hours let you get into the deep shit. Right. And so if you're going deep with your friends, Mm -hmm. then then you don't need those like little check-ins all the yeah. time because they almost seem like worthless because yeah. it's like, what's the point if we can't go deep? Yeah. If you're just checking in and being like, Hey girl, thinking about you, that's totally different. Mm-hmm. But if you're like wanting to issue like conversation, um, yeah. it's totally different. So yeah. I think, I also think it is different depending on the type of job you have too. I'll say, because especially when you're an entrepreneur and, or like you're in a job where you serve people all day and I think I find that in that arena, it's more of people are used to, oh, everybody's really busy and we prefer, we prefer quality over quantity and we don't need to be talking to people all day. And I know for me, if I'm all day serving other people and holding space after I'm done with that day, I, I can't hold space for a friend. Mm, Like I just can't, you know, like I need to just have me time, quiet time. And I would rather intentionally be like, okay, we're hanging out in two weeks at this time and I'm ready for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Space and you to hold space for me. And I think that people who have different types of jobs where, you know, maybe if you have more of a job where it's more logistical, you're doing something on a computer, you're not holding space for other people they don't have their like social time during the day necessarily. Yeah. And so they'll come home and that's when they want to connect. Like, yeah. That's when they call their friend and that's how they, they connect at that time. And I think there's just a difference in the type of relationship depending on your job. You know, like one of my best friends from growing up, she um, does stuff with the environment and, you know, has more of like a desk job. And every day she hangs out with a different friend afterwards, mm. right? Because all day she's like, it's just her yeah. on her computer working with data. And I'm like, I couldn't do that, right? Because I'm talking to people all day long. I'm holding space for people all day long. So yes, every once in a while after my workday, I want to have my friend soul time. But like more often than not, that's when I need to be quiet because I haven't had any time to myself all day to be quiet. So I think it depends on the type of job you have too. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I think it does too. Yeah. It's totally individual, but... Mm I think the the theme of this, I got to figure out a title that, you know, back to silence or stillness or quiet, like getting quiet with yourself, because these things always come full circle that we're talking about every single thing we've we've talked about. It goes back to silence Mm -hmm. and stillness. And um, I love that you practice what you preach. And (laughs) it's not even like a thing that's like, oh, I got to do this. It's like if I don't, I don't function. Yeah. And that's how I feel like I am too. So I love that. You were such a model for (laughs) like, I, I, you're younger than me, but I seriously like look up to you (laughs) because I don't know, you just have, you have such wisdom Mm -hmm. and you're, you are so confident. And I just, I'm so, I have so much gratitude aside from that. I have so much gratitude for you being an extension of 
you know, immune Intel AHCC mm. and getting it out into more bodies and not just people with Lyme or mold, but people with kidney disease or cancer or this, that, and the other. And so I just, I have so much gratitude in my mm. heart for you just as a person, as an educator, as a businesswoman, all the things. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Well, <laughs> and I feel the same way. Like I told you, like finding out about, finding out about AHCC and like what you do for the community, for the world. And I'm like, why does everybody not know about this? Right. Like people, it's a crime that not everybody <laughs> knows about this. It's a game changer. And I don't just say that because I like you. Like I said, I mean, I've told my friends, I'm like, I don't like this. Like, I'm not going to talk yeah. about it. But it's such important work that you do. And I think everybody who listens to this podcast can feel your heart and why mm. you do what you do. And there are a lot of people who lose themselves mm. to the process of the business and you absolutely have not. And I just, I love your heart so much Aww. and what you do is so important. So I thank you for what you do for this world. Oh, look at this love fest. <laughs> I, I love know, it. I love it. <laughs> well, that's a good place to end. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I know you got so much value out of this. Um, she is just amazing. And I, I, I know this was a longer one, but it's, it's so worth it. If you, I hope you came back to it if you had to push pause for any reason, but, um, spread this to someone send push the little arrow button and send it to someone that you know something resonated with you um a friend that you're thinking of this is how good information gets out there this is how the ripple expands how it spreads is by instant messaging and sending to friends and people you love um it's like a it's like a five-star review from your best friend like hey you got to listen to this this is how good information gets out this is how lives are changed and i am a firm believer that podcasts save and change lives. And, uh, I am asking you to help us do that. All right. So have a beautiful day. Go spread some light. Okay. Bye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you loved this episode and you want more from Chase and I, you gotta check out our Patreon page. This is basically like a VIP room for our listeners. If you go to patreon.com slash the medicine, remember there's no E on the end, and you become one of our patrons, you'll get to experience things like raw, unfiltered podcast episodes that no one else hears, videos from Chase and I under the red hat, and you can even have input on guests, topics, and future products we put out. We are super stoked to connect with you inside and have you as a part of the medicine. Check it out at patreon.com slash the medicine and also linked in the show notes. Cheers and love.